Isaac. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Do you have enough time to do this radio interview? For sure. Okay, good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Los Angeles Renaissance Show. Now, if you don't know, we just did a show like on Facebook Live, but we also wanted to put you on the radio station as well because Isaac is such a cool person. Like, if you can't see him on Facebook, I think you guys should be him on the radio. Like when you're driving around town or just at home listening to him. Of course. Yep. So now, for you guys that are just tuning in, Isaac Cruz is a scare character, and he's my friend that I've known for quite some while now. Isaac, can you tell people how you got into this industry? Uh, through a casting agency, tell you the truth. Okay. Uh, they hit me up one day and they said, hey, how would you like to go and scare people for a living? I was like, go on. And, she was, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you get paid to scare people. I was like, we're at Universal Studios. All right, let's do this. That's cool. And from there on, it, be, it became an addiction. <laughs> it became an addiction. I think, I mean, I think it has to be like a super fun job. I tried out and I'm not good at scare additions. So, I mean, <laughs> they didn't make you do anything crazy like crawl on your four knees or anything or scratch the wall. I've seen people scratch the wall at some of the additions. They didn't make you do anything like outrageous. Uh, they, they told me to give like a sinister uh, laugh or like, um, <clears throat> or what the hell did they tell me to do one time? Oh God, I can't remember. <clears throat> I, know the, I know one of them was a sinister laugh, but. Okay. But, you know, in the Honda, you know, it's all about, you know, it's just how you, you know, portray yourself in that character. Because, you know, you could be the most smallest person to the most tallest person that gets hired. Okay. Well, that's good to know because, you know, sometimes people imagine monsters like being big and huge. But I've noticed when I go to these productions, like, first of all, I'm like really blown away and amazed. Like these productions in Los Angeles that you work for, they're like... Mm -hmm gigantic and it looks like you're almost like in a movie scene or something like and you're walking through the different scenes in a movie scene they're huge yeah yeah so yeah and I've seen all kinds of things there I've seen like monsters like rocking instruments and like acrobats mm. and all kinds of stuff so it's not only just tall big monsters it's like different sizes and different talents then right oh yeah Okay. And I, I actually too. Um, I've actually seen uh, people who are handicapped. In other words, I've seen a person who only had one arm. Wow. Yeah, and he was a monster, and they and they put his uh, his other part of the body that didn't have an arm. They put a special effects on it, like it's been ripped off. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. See, like, oh my god, I'm so glad that we get an interview today. I, and I'm glad that they're also like hiring people with disabilities. Um, oh, yeah. In fact, uh, the Queen Mary has hired people who were uh, who were deaf and they were characters. Wow! Mm. See, that's so awesome about LA. They like include everyone, and I do mean everyone, <laughs> right? But you got to put your heart and soul to it. Mm -hmm. So these people that usually audition, this is something that I think um, not just anyone can work there. They have to really be into this type of scene right oh yeah of course uh in fact 
uh, I'll give you a good a prime example. Um, you know, when you when you have, in fact, when I did uh, Rob Zombie's Great American Nightmare, mm-hmm. they were starting off as as a brand new event, haunt event, and one of the one of the ladies uh, contacted me because I've done this work so many years, you know, I've done it for so many, you know, so long, and she asked me about what is the dropout rate going to be like. I said, well, depending on how many people you have, if you've hired over 300 people, by the end of the month, you should be down to at least about 100. Wow. Yeah. So because people will will quit, you mm-hmm. know, that it's not their, it's not their vibe, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people just because of work, uh, because of... Um, family, you know, because they can't get a babysitter sometimes, uh, or the worst of the worst. It's literally an insult to get fired from a job. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that happen. Oh, man. I think I've heard about one of those stories. <laughs> we you shared one of those stories. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I guess they look for different things. And so they want someone who's reliable for one, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. And it, you know, it's 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 fun, but it's tiring as well, because you're on your feet, depending where you're at. You're screaming at people, so you you know you're gonna mess up your voice pretty good. So um, sometimes you know, moving around a lot, you're gonna be banging. You know, gets the props, so you know you get bruises, you'll get sore. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Yeah, I keep hearing, you know, a lot of people, they audition, they're like, it was hard working that. And you guys work like in the cold in the night as well, right? Well, uh, it, it all depends. Uh, like I said, um, working at the Queen Mary, I worked inside the ship. So it was yeah. like being inside an oven. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you could sweat a storm, but at the same time, you're going to end up getting that bikini figure at the end of the month. Oh, my God. You're like losing weight as you work. Are you kidding me? I went down two bra sizes. Oh my god! I said two bra sizes. You're dedicated to this line of work, though. Of course, yes. I, I mean, I'm from start to finish. You know. Now, don't you meet a lot of interesting people there? I've seen some of your Facebook pages, and you have like all these awesome, like painted people. Like they have all this wonderful, like outrageous makeup and stuff. So, are you meeting like almost like people that belong to cults? of this type of work or what would you call as in uh, makeup artists oh yes i mean a I lot of makeup artists yeah makeup artists but i've also seen like other scare characters it's almost like um they almost look like witches or something no or zombies <laughs> <laughs> you have a it's almost like a type of people you know how like they have like um greasers or i don't know yeah what it's like Call them goths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of goth friends. And okay. Yeah, so they're 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 cool people. You know, as much as they, you know, society judges them like, oh God. To me, I've met a few, and they're they're quite cool. So okay. once you get to know them, they're harmless. They they won't literally bite you unless you want them to. So. Okay. <laughs> so you got a lot of interesting people around you when you work these jobs in. Oh yeah. So it, it's, it's fun, you know, it's like you get home and especially because when you work two jobs you know, you have a day job and then you got this job and, you know, it's like 
you get home at one o'clock in the morning and go straight to bed and at four o'clock goes off and you're going straight to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're constantly working more than one job. So, it's crazy. But I love it too, so. Um, you know, um, go for it. I'm, well, I know that we're on Facebook Live, but um, I have a another question. Like, um, if what was I going to ask you? Like, if actors are interested in joining, like becoming a scare character, when is the best time to apply, and, or and where do they apply? Um, normally uh, we usually get the word out from our producers, uh, David Wally. He usually shoots out the the invitations for auditions. Uh, Sometimes we'll get an email uh, from them as well, Dark Harbor Talent, and saying, okay, auditions are going to be this uh, coming July. Fill out the link so they could apply to to let them know that you're coming in, and then you're going to, you know, feel free to share this on Facebook, which I do. So I usually share it on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, so, um, oh, that's what I, I totally skipped over this question, you guys. Okay, name the different locations that you worked at because, like I said, we did an interview on Facebook Live. But for our listeners on the radio station, I'd like to them to know where you've worked at the different locations. Okay, yeah, not a problem. Uh, let's say, okay, the first event I worked at was Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, 97 to 99, okay. uh, Queen Mary Shipwreck. From 2002 to 2009, uh, we Dark Harbor from 2010 to present. Um, Haunted Hollywood Sports, uh, Rob Zombie's Good American Nightmare. Um, what else? And um, camp you worked at? Uh, yes, uh, Great Horror Camp Out. Yeah. Great work, camp out movie night. So you don't just work in LA. It sounds like you work in Los Angeles, Long Beach, Pomona. Oh wow, Pomona as well. Yeah, that was where they had the Rob Zombie one. Wow. Okay, so you work all over Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, it's it's so much fun. Uh, you know, Great Horror Campout was a, was an interesting experience because you're in the forest, mm-hmm. and that was more of a scavenger hunt, like Big Brother meets uh, Survivor. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like you guys were actually like, weren't they digging like through an eyeballs or something like that? Am I not? Uh, yeah, they had all sorts of uh, events and games that you had to do. In order to co- uh, collect relics, mm-hmm. uh, I know one of mine was uh, I, I'd be holding the chainsaw. Uh, my job was to uh, the people had to beg their life for not for me to kill them, and if I felt that it was worthy, then I would give them a relic. So oh, it was a it was a confessional letter. <laughs> so. Oh my god. That's funny. So these people got to, you know, beg for their life. That is so funny. I know. It's like when you, when you got white folks, you know, saying, oh, my God, please don't kill him. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I feel like, oh, 
<laughs> so this place is like a great place for acting experience then. <laughs> just fun. <laughs> Pretty much. Dang, that's so funny. Someone is smart to think of those different tasks to do. Well, no, yeah, it is. But one thing I've always loved about working in Dark Harbor um, is that the producer, David Wally, he, he wants you to be creative. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he'll he'll put you in a character. He'll put you in a costume that you seem fit, and then he's not gonna tell you what to do. He just wants you to bring that character to life. He wants you to use your imagination. He wants you to say you know think how am I gonna bring this character to life? How am I gonna make this character possible? And how am I gonna be making it effective towards the guests? Oh my god, he's a, a, a director is what he is. <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, he's worked on a few movies in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, currently, he's uh, one of the big head honchos for a company called My Kutu, if I pronounce that correctly. And, um, but yeah, one thing I've always admired about David Wally is that he wants us to be creative with our characters. So he gives us the freedom to use our imagination. Okay, that's cool. So see, yeah, it's like, you're getting direction from like these people that are major in the film and television industry. Correct. So actors out there, I hope you're listening, you know, because Isaac is giving you some game right now. <laughs> if you're if you're going to be a part of these production, they're using like some of the same requirements that they ask of you to be like in a movie. So they're asking you to be punctual, they're asking you to bring your characters to life. So this is a great experience for the people that are interested in acting. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, for the past, like, two years, I've had the honor of playing one of the main cast members of, uh, of Queen Mary. He was, he was uh, an iconic character that they brought to life, and I had the honors of portraying him, uh, known, known as the evil chef. <laughs> yeah, I can see some of your pictures. Those are so cute. But and ironically, ironically, I know how to cook too. So, oh wow! I wonder what you were cooking on that boat. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it like that. Okay. <laughs> so, when is this? Particular- no. When is Dark Harbor coming around? Uh, we are going to be opening in September. Okay. Through probably, I think, early November. So, because uh, one thing I do admire about Dark Harbor is that we like to honor the Dia de los Muertos. Awesome. Yeah, and what's cool is that the makeup artists, they they give uh, a lot of uh, a Day of the Dead face painting to all of our monsters. Cute. So, I think that's, like, super cool. It is. I didn't know much about that holiday until... Um... I took like a, I think it was Mexican American history or, or one of those classes. And I was like, wow, it was actually an interesting celebration. And um, I'm glad that it's now become almost mainstream in America now. So many people have learned about it. it, it, it it's a very beautiful culture experience, you yeah. know, with the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's how we Hispanics honor the dead. Yes. Uh, so, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not the type of guy who wants to go to the cemetery. I'm not a big fan of cemeteries. 
Oh, you know which cemetery I do want to go to is the Forever Cemetery in Hollywood, where you can watch movies at the cemetery. Oh yeah, oh uh, uh, yeah, I heard about that place. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not get in there, but yeah, I think that'd be a fun thing to go with like a group of people. That'd be fun. <laughs> no. yeah, I just try to avoid as much as I can, so. But uh, no, being uh, being the chef, I have the I have to be very creative when I when it comes to um, playing the role mm-hmm. uh, because in my section of the maze is we I'm right by the big oven because in in, in fact in real life there was an actual uh, chef who was really mean and his staff members got pissed off with him one day and they decided to put him inside the big broiler and they burn him alive. Oh my god, that's a gruesome story. And that's how the chef was created. Wow, they got to live out our fantasy. (laughs) 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 Because all the characters at Dark Harbor are based off of the urban legends of the Queen Mary. Um, Scary Mary is based off of uh, Jackie, the girl who passed away in the pool. Um... Samuel Savage is part of the B340. Apparently in real life, there was a real life crazy crazy person. Um, who else? Graceful Gale is supposed, to, is supposed to be the lady in white. Are these, that, all, are these all ghosts from the ship or are these just different um, monsters or characters? No, just- these are actual these are ghosts from the ship. Wow. But we just kind of convert them into our own characters based off of them. So, like, Scary Mary, like I said, is supposed to be based off of Jackie. Mm. So, and then, like I said, I, I of course, I played the chef. And So you're telling you know, me that it, this, this chef really is connected to the boat? Is there, like, a... Yeah. Oh, so was it on that boat where they killed him? Mm-hmm. It was on the boat. Really? I didn't know all these different stories. Like, wow. Why, why, were there, why were there so many ghosts or monsters on this Queen Mary? Why were they all there? Uh, well, apparently they were. They died. Natural causes or accidents. Somehow their souls never left the ship. I, I've seen a few of them in my time. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that explains where all my gray hair came from. <laughs> You're not scared to work on a haunted ship? Who says I'm not scared? I have to bring a crucifix in holy water. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Wow. You know? Oh my god. Jeez. Um, <laughs> you have a very yeah, interesting I, I, life. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff on that ship. Wow. Of all the years I've worked on there, I've seen oh, I've seen some crazy stuff. Are you serious? Like real ghosts? Yeah. Oh my God. And they mm-hmm. actually invite people out. Now. I don't know about a few. But um, but you know you have to have a really dark sense of humor to work this event. You know you you also got to remember too that people bring their their kids along, which I have no idea why they do it. So. No, I didn't hear you, hun. You broke up. Hello? 
I don't hear you. I can hear the tapping. Isaac. Yo. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. This is part two of the Los Angeles Renaissance show with, <laughs> with, with Isaac Cruz. So we we're just talking to him about some of the scary monsters and ghost stories on Queen Mary. And he says that some of these ghosts are actually real. So I'm kind of chicken about joining or well, attending this production. But besides that, we also mentioned like, um, what some people can do if they're interested in becoming an actor and how to stand out and what were your tips on how to stand out at these types of auditions uh just give it your all you know loosen up you know because i know that you know when you go for auditions people could be very you know tense they could be very nervous they could be very you know they could lose their train of thought so just you know loosen up okay give it your best. you know be creative um, what do you think? Do you, some people come in there after a drink? What do you mean, like, um... Like an alcoholic drink? <laughs> do they ever come in there after drinking a beer for addition, or what? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. But do you recommend it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Have a, you know, bottle of water and just, uh, you know, because, you know, you're going to be screaming loud... You know, you're going to be uh, showing them, you know, what you're all about. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I was chicken at one of those things. I'm like, I I didn't have enough nerves. So you actually have to have nerves or be brave if you want to audition for a scary production, right? Of course, yes. Okay. So, uh, what else do you want to ask me? What has been some of your funniest moments on a, as a scare character? Um... Scared a, uh, scared a group of blind kids one time. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember, uh, I, let's see, who else did I get pretty good one time? Oh, uh, there was one time this when I was working Rob Zombie. Uh, I scared this one couple. It was an interracial couple. And I scared his girlfriend, who was white. <laughs> and her the boyfriend, who was black, he's like, Oh, I see. You, you'll scare the white lady, but you won't scare the black man. He goes, oh. You're so racist. <laughs> I'm like, where y'all get this bullshit? I'm racist. Hell, I own a color TV. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I said, hell, I even drive a black truck. <laughs> oh my god, Isaac. You're like on your you are good with your jokes. You're like right on top. <laughs> oh, Rob Zombie opened up my opened up my most darkest sense of humor. Um we were just allowed to be very straightforward and um you know just be so creative with our characters and because I was allowed to interact with the uh, with the guests which even made it so even better uh, I remember it was uh, one late night and we were like 15 minutes to get ready to close I'm sorry 10 minutes <clears throat> and this guy just 
strolling along throughout the lines. He could have just easily cut across, but he's just taking his sweet time, and I'm just tired as hell. And I'm just like, really, dude? Seriously? Oh, I'm going to so rip this guy a new one. So he finally comes up to me. He's just by himself. And I'm like, what the hell are you supposed to be? Uh-huh. He's like, well, I'm just being myself. Well, that's a load of BS. Hell, you look like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I got them up your ass, huh? <laughs> so. You look like Billy Wonka. <laughs> oh my god, you always have these crazy stories. Oh yeah, we were allowed to be crazy. So, what, what do you enjoy most about being in these productions? What do I enjoy about being in these productions? <clears throat> uh, the fact that I get to be myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to let loose. So, I'm glad um, I enjoy your job. Well, you know, I, I look at it as this. You know, I, I'm a whole year. You know, I put up with a lot of people sometimes. It could be with the work or it could be whatever in general. And then for that one month, I get to release all that negative energy. That's cool. It's like therapeutic for you almost, then, huh? In a perspective, yes. Cool. So. Now, I know we talk about it, but if you were on my Facebook Live, you guys saw that. Isaac's also on a book. Can you let everyone know what book you're in and what type of book it is? Uh, just a second. It is called <clears throat> um, Halloween Horror Nights, Hollywood and Beyond Around the Globe by Christopher Ripley. Now, what's this book about? It's about um, universal uh, throughout the the globe. It, it uh, connects from Hollywood, uh, Europe, Singapore, Japan, and it depicts about experiences from people he's interviewed and the fun they've had. Uh, you know the background, how it all started, and in the book you'll find my name under the credits. That's awesome. So, okay. From being a scare character to being a book. I mean, I don't think a lot of people could imagine that. So, that's so, you, you're having a really interesting life. <laughs> by being a part of this. I was like, wow. And, and you've been in movies or television too, as well, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I was in a uh, television show called Elevator. And uh, it was a game show. And basically, the contestants would go up these uh, each floor of the, on the elevator, and they had to complete a, a puzzle or a riddle, or you know, do something that you know to get the relic that they need, and then get back to the elevator, and then go up to the next floor. So, what was your role on this project? Um, in my role, I I played a I played in uh, in a body bags. I was like supposed to be like one of the dead people that came back to life. <laughs> That's a cool move. I mean, a cool project too. Well, when you're in a body bag, an actual body bag, you know, your mind's just like, okay, I'm in a body bag. Oh, crap. <laughs> You've done it all in, in horror films. No, in horror projects too. So, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. I know, but if you have projects, I'm like, how many people could say I've been in a body bag? Oh, so exactly. Funny. Yeah, you've done some crazy stuff. Um, 
you've also like on another subject you've been doing a lot of traveling what's going on with this traveling is it just for leisure or is it business where are you uh, going about? um recently i went down to a couple of years ago i went to uh ohio mm-hmm. and um went to go visit an old friend of mine that i met off of myspace okay and uh so we finally connected and we i surprised her somewhat didn't pan out but we, we still had a good time good. so ohio is very nice mm-hmm. so that was back in uh, 2016. was that again you've been traveling around then oh yeah and i've been to like kentucky kentucky's nice very beautiful uh, saw a lot of fireflies. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah, I always see them on movies, but uh, yeah, I haven't really got it. So they just fly around a lot, Ben? Yeah, they were in my buddy's backyard, and I was just like, you know, I went like right in the in the backyard, and they were just flying around me, and I'm just like, this is so awesome. Oh, wow. And, it's, it's such a phenomenon to see. I mean, you, you would have to experience it for yourself. I mean, it's just, you know, because they're just blinking their little lights, and I'm just like, this is so cool. It reminds um, me of something you'd see at Disneyland. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, because they asked me, and they're like, well, do you got any uh, fireflies in uh, in California? I said, well, only on Pirates of the Caribbean, the special effects. Wow. Yeah, I definitely got to go go see that then I, I would love to take my daughter to see something unique like that that's just sounds pretty oh yeah and like I said they were in my buddy's backyard I'm just like oh this is so cool yeah I definitely got to go there now now that you mentioned that because no one ever talks about those details but details make everything interesting I have to definitely go there to Kentucky yeah I mean despite the fact that you know with all the stuff that goes on right now but sometimes even Kentucky shows this beautiful side as well I guess so. Yeah. If you if you just avoid the rednecks, I guess. I'm just <laughs> it's not avoiding them; it's just common sense. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just say this. You know, it's like you know, California has you know made a, its name for itself on the news as us being the most liberal state, and henceforth for the reason why a lot of southern states don't like us. So when I went there a couple years ago. Uh, I had to show these folks that, yes, it's a liberal state, but you know we're also pretty, we're also pretty cool as well. Oh. So that was an impact I had to make to them. Yeah, we are definitely cooler and cooler than Kentucky. I'm sorry. Not just. <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you this though. You know, the, the southern hospitality it is there. Oh. Seriously, like my buddy who I, you know, because I was there for his wedding. I was his best man, and he, um, you know, he really showed me that southern hospitality. Nice. You know, in fact, he he went out so far that um, he had his friends help uh, help him out with the with the southern uh, hospitality greeting. In fact, uh, we got home late when he picked me up from the airport. Went to the bar and had a few beers. Got home like around two in the morning, and then like as soon as I was asleep, I I see this light out in his front yard and I see this burning cross and I guess because he told I guess he told him I was a Christian so it's like you know it's like saying light your way for Jesus you know oh my god hold on 
he told him, you know, like, oh, yeah, my buddy works in the Han industry. So all of his friends dress in white sheets. Oh, my God. So Isaac. You and your damn I'm joke. Sure. <laughs> that would be a nightmare for me when you freaking Ku Klux Klan coming after me. I have nightmares about stuff like that. Oh, my God. Oh, all them. Okay, I thought they were just ghosts, but okay. Oh, oh my Lord. <laughs> you were about to be what was really about to take place. Shoot. <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Isaac, okay, you're an actor and a smart ass, like a comedian, I mean. <laughs> and um, you also have a secret talent. Tell us about your singing. How long have you been singing? Uh, not professional-wise, but on and off from for year from year, you know, year to year, you know, depending what song I'm into. Mm-hmm. My main genre has always been in the rock music, uh, but I also like southern blues. Mm. That blues music stuff. Yeah, you're a great performer. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you saw. Oh, that's right. We were there at that one bar when they were playing. Yeah, my one friend. Yeah, we. That was fun. I, and you really yeah. shocked me. I was like, I had no idea Isaac could sing. Well, yeah, two shots of tequila and a beer that could do some wonders. Yeah, you were wonderful. I give it to you. I'm being reminded I'm, I have stage fright. It sure doesn't look like it. I think you're a professional and you're just trying to hide it from the world. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was more looser than a goose with those two with the alcohol oh beverages. I can sing, you guys. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> it, it has been a while since I've actually been singing. Yeah, you're really good at that. So. Damn liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a damn liar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. Damn actor for you. Uh, so, uh, we've talked about you being in other projects. Do you do student films as well? Uh, yes, I remember I worked on your film. Lunatico? Yeah. Tico. Yeah, Lunatico, not Lunataco. <laughs> yeah, Lunatico. Yes, I I believe it was a little indie film we did for your little project. I had fun that night. So have you done any more or just that one so far? Uh, Just that one so far. Okay. Now, since you have all these different talents and you have all these different props, like you mentioned, you have a chainsaw, right? Correct. Okay. So if someone's interested in having you, like, work one of their haunted um, shows or television show or film, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, through Facebook or Instagram or my email. Um, Facebook would be uh, just Isaac Cruz, I-S-A-A-C-C-R-U-Z. Okay. And uh, my email is uh, same as like my Facebook, Isaac Cruz, I-S-A-A-C-C-R-U-Z. And then the Four I's representing the fourth, so be I I I I at yahoo.com. Okay. And then um, my Instagram <clears throat> would be, give me a second. Haunt underscore monster underscore thug underscore life. So there you guys, listeners, that's how you get in touch with Isaac Cruz if you're interested in having him in one of your projects. Either as a chainsaw massacre or a 
murderer. <laughs> or all these. How, why don't you tell us about the different characters that you played? How many different characters have you been? Oh, God. <laughs> so many over the years. Uh, Universal Studios, uh, my first character was. Um, I played as an alien for Area 51, and I played as a demonic wrestler over there, and then Shipwreck was just basically uh, whatever mask they gave me, so I just acted it out. Uh, Dark Harbor, which I, I, I love the most, um, the characters in it, the, it, everything's based off of the ship. So whatever character they give me, that I just pretty much portray that. Uh, one year I, I worked in an, uh, the first maze was called uh, Inferno or Hellfire, whichever it was called. And I played one of the burn victims. So my I did a lot of pop-out scares. Uh, one year I worked in uh, Dead Rise, which I played as a sailor. Oh. So, yeah. Um, then I worked in the village. I played as a caretaker in the graveyard. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I played as this crazy caretaker. Um, then I worked in, uh, we had another one called, um, oh, it was a brand new Maisie that they brought in. Um, it was known as the Iron Master, and I was one of the steel workers, dead okay. steel workers. Mm-hmm. So, and then just recently, I uh, played as, a, as an evil chef. Oh my gosh, you've done a lot. Oh yeah, and then, uh, let's see what else, what else, hold on. Um, great horror campout. I played as a as a chainsaw crazy chainsaw guy, uh, Splinter Cell or something like that. Can't remember his name. Um, Rob Zombie's Great American Nightmare. I was a I portrayed one of the characters based off of the movie. Hmm. So I just had to sound like a southerner. That's all. Wow. Okay. See, when I first met you, I thought you just did the chainsaw. I had no idea. You've done like numerous characters. You're a pro at this. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, anyone who's interested in joining one of these productions, you guys need to hit up Isaac because he's got like all the information. He's been there for some oh, yeah. time. I'm sure he knows like the people that can hire you and he knows what to do at those auditions. Oh, yeah. We have, in fact, we I, we usually get like um, people who are auditioning for the first time, and they're and, you know and you can see the nervous in their face. You, know, you can see the yeah, that's how I look. <laughs> that's how I look at the <laughs> you know you, you have to and you know sometimes you get coached them real fast, you know, and they'll because they'll ask you like, oh, how long have we done this? And I'll tell them like, oh, 21 years, and they look at their face, it's like, wow. So. <laughs> Do you have any uh, suggestions? Like, yeah, just loosen up, be cool, just give it your best. Oh, you're so nice, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure after we leave, you go back there and laugh at us. <laughs> well, here's if you make it, you make it. You know, and hey, walk up the board. <laughs> Glad to have you on our on our staff. You know, because you're gonna have fun. Because you get paid to scare people. Yeah. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I mean, what more fun can you ask for, especially like in October? I love Halloween. That's like my favorite holiday out the entire year. So I'm like. And my birthday's in October too, so. When is your birthday? October 30th. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we got to scare you this this Halloween. It's funny, uh, Cassandra, because if you kind of look at it, though, 
technically scaring has been in my DNA for a very long time even before wow in fact uh, if you we got time for a quick story my mom yeah. told me one time she goes you know i think i know why you you love doing what you do every october and i said really why is that she said well a long time ago back in 1973 not scary farm opened up their very first haunt attraction event in 1973 mhm and she was only few weeks she was about to give birth in october oh my god so I, was, i was due mhm my dad took her to not scary farm mm-hmm. halloween horror nights while she was pregnant with me oh my god no I'm wonder like, why induce your labor or what oh my god oh so she took she was already at the haunted house oh yeah so this is in the blood Yeah, so basically I was she took me to the Nascare farm when I was she was 9 months pregnant. Oh my god. I I tell the story like I always tell people I was like, yeah, I was at the club with my daughter, I was pregnant with her, but yours is the haunted house. I think that's even worse. Oh my god. Yeah, so somehow it just it was fate. Yeah. That's that's the perfect story for your life, shoot. And for addiction, you can tell people look, that this is what I was meant to do. And you know, I think I'll probably keep on going till I'm 70 or until my body says, "Okay, I think we're we're good." <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I'm glad you love your job. I haven't met anybody well, I mean, I haven't had the luxury of meeting that many people in that type of work, but I had no idea that people actually work it for that many years. Oh yeah, I've I've known a few people at my where at Dark Harbor I know a guy who's in the 60s who works in event. Um and one thing, you know, I like work, working with the Queen Mary Dark Harbor event. Uh David Wally, he always uh he's a type of guy that if you really put an effort into your into one night of scaring the crap out of people and they see it, I mean, he will literally give you a shirt saying top performer of the night. So he rewards you with that. Oh, that's so cool. And then at the end of the run on the very last night that we get done, you know, we have this big little after party and award ceremony. And the highest honor you could get would be um Monster of the Hall of Fame. Wow. You got Monster of the Year and then you got Hall of Fame. Yeah, what? you will never get that experience out here like in the regular job field, you know. So that's I mean, you have like one of the coolest jobs that I could think of. Yeah, and yours truly got a Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's like the highest yeah. With all the work you done put in, you deserve that. Oh yeah, I was honored. I was really shocked when they called up my name for Hall of Fame. I'm just like, "Wow, well, I'm sorry, what?" That's so cool. <laughs> well, where can we see all your pictures because I mean, like I've seen some of them. Do you have like a what would you call it like an album with all your different pictures and your awards in it if people want to check him out uh everything's mainly on my facebook um page uh the award one i think i got to dig that one up somewhere out of the memories <laughs> yeah you should definitely put that up you know and i think that's what every hot monster when it comes to working at dark harbor that's one thing we look forward to is like who's going to get you know 
Hall of Famer, who's going to get Monster of the Year? You know, that's one thing we look forward to every year. And surprisingly, sometimes it could be the brand new monster who gets Hall of Fame, which we were like, oh, wow, okay, we did not expect this. Wow. (laughs) That's quite an experience, and I think that's so fun that they make... It's like being part of a movie project, if you ask me. It is, but I mean, you got to look at some of the downfalls to it, too, because uh, part of working in the haunt industry... um, Especially if, you know, when places serve alcohol, you know, you're going to have incidents, you know, you're going to have people get assaulted, you're going to have people, you know, yeah. act stupid and miss the props. That's true. That's true. So you guys serve alcohol at the Queen Mary? Yes, we do. Okay. We, you know, we have a, a good security staff that, you know, it's on guard and they protect us and anyone acts stupid, we just point the finger and say, yeah, get that dumbass out of here. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad so. you guys are protected. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't realize that you could drink there. Okay, so yeah, that you do have to be careful in, in those situations. Well, some events don't allow alcohol, but still, some guests like to be stupid sometimes. I've seen it. Uh, uh-huh. Thanks to me. Throughout the 21 years I've worked, I've never gotten hit by a guest. Yeah, because we know just looking at you, we'd be intimidated because you'll probably hit them back. No, just fucking. Oh, please. <laughs> There it's cover. There are times I I think when my years of experience, um, common sense plays out a rule, plays it out right there for me. Mm-hmm. And street smarts. Street smarts definitely helps me out right there. <laughs> Who not to go after? Yeah. You know, I mean, I've see some interesting characters i mean guests i'm just like you know what i'm not gonna even bother or who were drunk as a skunk i'm like nope and you know when we get drunk we better go to the maze i'd be like i'll warn all my coworkers, hey be careful this guy he's drunk yeah be careful. He's drunk you know and then we have to report it because we don't want this person doing anything stupid so yeah, I like yeah about it. i'm glad that you tell us both sides of it so you you know that there is some dangers in it, but there's also a lot of fun in it. Oh yeah, but you know, at the same time, you have to learn control because you know you're gonna have a guest that's gonna punch you, and you're not allowed to punch back. Oh goodness, that's something to think about. But at the same time, you're allowed to press charges, but you know you gotta go through all that process if you wanted to. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, you gotta guard yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've seen... Uh, but at the same time, you also get some... You'll get characters. And one thing you have to get used to, and I get it a lot, um, is that you're going to take a lot of abuse from guests themselves because they try to be funny, and they're not. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are some guests that kind of made me break out of character, and I started laughing my butt off. Uh, because I thought, okay, that was just pretty damn funny. And then there are some times they just try to be, get all cocky and try to act stupid and funny, and you're just like, uh, no. Um, or they'll just, like, they'll just start talking crap to you. You just, you have to take it. You know, you could, if you could sneak something, you could sneak something. But in reality, you just gotta take the punches sometimes, you know. Uh, I've got most common one. I know a lot of monsters could agree, especially if they're hearing this on the radio. Um, you know, where a guest will come up to you and be like, oh, dude, you got something on your face. I'm like, really? I've heard that, what, 200 billion times? 
Oh my god, they're dumb. Oh. You know, because I played a chef, and I knew I was going to be taking abuse from this, man. I was like, god dang, I feel like a choir boy. Um, you know, because I dressed up as a chef, I was like, oh, it's Chef Boyardee. I'm like, oh, for the love of God. Uh, really, Chef Boyardee. Or, or, or this really does it. This really does test the people's intelligence, um, because I'm the chef. So they're like, "Oh, he must be the baker." Oh my god! I'm like, no, lady, I'm the candlestick maker. Oh my god! Um, or, he looks like he's one of the cooks. He looks like what? One of the cooks. Oh my god, cooks! I can't even say. Yeah. Do you not know? Oh, you didn't know the ranks. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh my God. Um, I will say this: there was, there has been one person that made me literally break character one time. Hmm. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening to you. Yeah, there was one person that made me break character about a couple of years ago. Uh, this. And I, again, I was working as an evil chef, and we we just opened up our brand new maze called Feast. Uh-huh. And I'm right by the section by the oven. So in the oven, you have to crawl inside inside the oven, and you have to walk out of the oven, and you walk in the oven for a bit, and you crawl out again. So this oh so this white boy came up to me. He's like, "I just told the usher I was very afraid. I was very uncomfortable about going into the oven." I was like, "Why is that?" He goes, "Because I'm Jewish." Oh, for oh, that's a horrible joke. I was like, oh, God. I'm trying to hold it in, and I'm just laughing at the same time, and I'm just like, oh, God, that was just too good. I'm like, shoot. God dang it. These or, people, oh, my God, they're hilarious. A couple that came out of the oven, he's like, yo, man, I'm, I'm kind of a bit overcooked. No, oh, my God. Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys could take this on the road. Your whole stand-up comedy act. <laughs> just like, really? You know, people tell me I should get into to stand-up. At the same time, I have a phobia of crowds. How can you have a phobia of crowds if you work for crowds? Because I'm in a costume wearing makeup. That's like my... You didn't have to <laughs> when you were singing up on stage. You're such a liar. Well, I was. I had a few shots, so that made me loosen up a little bit. You should try it out. I think you'd be good at it because you have so much material and so many different experiences. Like you could talk about almost anything, especially like unique experiences. So that would be a good comedy stand-up. It would. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who who are into comedy who do stand-up. Um, in fact, Cassandra, uh, I, I came up with this idea, <clears throat> and, I, and I hope I could pull it off. Mm-hmm. And I want to do a Comedy Central roast when I hit 50. Oh, that'd be fun. I, I would get like 10 to 8 people to roast me, my closest friends. I, you, and, I think that's a good idea, but I think you, you could write out like a whole show and like the different monsters are performing or something like, or even at one of your productions, since you work at all these different ones, you should write like... Um, Maybe stand-up comedy for like different monsters. I think that'd be funny because you see how your character had all these different jokes about the oven and stuff. Like maybe like a ghost has different 
stand-up jokes that they can make. That'd be fun. That'd be something unusual. Yeah, it probably would be. Um, yeah, but it's just like I said, you just gotta have that energy. You know, you gotta be ready. And not to mention, you know what? Eat before you go to work. You know, because you, you know, food gives you that energy. Mm-hmm. Have a good meal before you start working over here, because you're gonna need that 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 energy. You know, for your food to process, so you can keep you know busting out through the throughout the whole night. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, stay attention, stay focused. You know, look at, observe your, observe every person because, you know, you could tell who's who's going to be scared. You know, you, when you see a group of girls going by, you already know who's going to be scared. You already know who's going to be the most chicken people. You already think, yeah, that's my target. Oh man, <laughs> that would be me because I'm always the scary one. He said that's going to be my target. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I've seen it all. I know who to go after. I know who not to go after. You know, they they always tell us, you know, scare everyone. Yeah, well, I don't scare the guys because guys are guys. You know, it's it's a rare to scare a guy on occasion, but (laughs) it's just I really don't waste that energy on the guys because they really don't get scared at all. It's like I said, it's a rare to get them scared. Oh wow, you got to work extra hard to get them scared then. Gay guys, gay guys, it's a different story because, well, they act like women, so that's... Yeah, they're probably laughing. You know, so I, I've scared a group of gay guys before and I'm just like, <laughs> okay! This yeah, is just... especially in Long Beach, I'm sure you have a lot of gay people out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's a fun place to work. Just looking at me like, oh, they just call me every single derogatory and as soon as I scare them, they scream like a woman. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> they thought you were going to be their pork chop. <laughs> oh, no. The worst experience I had was uh, when I played when I worked in Dead Rise and I played as a sailor and we had um, uh, uh, a gay and lesbian night. So oh, could you imagine being a big guy in a sailor outfit and oh, you know through getting hit on and oh yeah went. they like some sailor outfits oh lord jesus mm-hmm. i was like oh, get ready for the semen shots oh my god that's crazy so yeah that was pretty crazy it's like so this is what it feels like to be sexually harassed interesting yeah you gotta experience what us women have to experience being a pork chop <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> That's now, fun. don't give me. No. Uh, oh, yeah. One more thing I forgot to tell you. Um, you know, when you work with Dark Harbor, we have our own special codes, and our for anything that's assault uh, is called Cold Green. Uh huh. So basically, if you're in, in your maze and one of the guests hits you on purpose, then you say, you follow that person. You say, you fall. You find one of the ushers. You say, Cold Green. And then what the ushers do, they announce, they call over the over the walkie-talkies and they, security is going to be up front. And then you say, I want to call a code green on these two people because this person hit me on purpose. Mm-hmm. So because there's a difference, you can tell the difference between getting assaulted on purpose to getting that one, getting assaulted because that person got scared. So there is yeah. a difference. Yeah, that's true. Like if it's malicious or not, you know. Oh, yeah. So you... Over the years, you'll you'll develop 
a keen sense about okay, if, you know, that was okay. Yeah, you hit me. Okay, it was an accident. Okay, fine. Or no, you're just being an asshole. Okay, you know, we got to get rid of you. Dang. Yeah, oh, yeah. you got to be careful if they're hitting people like that that often. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we 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 are allowed to use the code greens. Uh, code blue is. Um, for medical, I believe, and I also believe is code. Is it code Michael or something like that for long for a lost boy? Oh, you should write a pamphlet. Adam, code Adam. See, yeah, you have like, like I said, you have all the details, like all the information. You should write like a booklet of like what it is to be a scare character. I mean, you could write a book like that and sell it like on eBay. Even if you made it like 10 or 20 pages, like all that information that you just shared with us. Mm-hmm. That's like valuable information if you want to become a scare character or if you want to be like in the haunted films and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, you can write a pamphlet or an e- ebook. I could see you doing that. Oh, thank you. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I have a lot of friends on Facebook who do this type of thing uh, year round. Um, wow. You know, I see people who do it on a professional level. Mm-hmm. And because I work, it's kind of hard for me to do that. And I wouldn't even know where to begin for myself. So that's the interesting part. No, we, we've definitely got to talk like once we're off the radio show, like eventually we'd need to start looking into that. Yeah. You might want to start look like, um, what's that show that's on TV? The or something. I forgot what it's called. But yeah, if you're already doing this, I could see you getting cast in film and television easily. If you have the time to go all the auditions, if you've been in it for like 20 years, yeah, I think you just, you'll get in easily. Yeah, that'd be true. Seeing and all, you got all these different talents and you could do comedy. Yeah, I would definitely start looking into that if I were you. I have to. Uh, I have to pretty much overcome my fear of uh, stage fright. I think that's one of my biggest things, uh, and I have a feeling that alcohol will portray in it. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't depend on. Don't depend on the alcohol. You know. So, um, but I think you know a lot of people. You know, I'm surrounded with good friends who have that same type of sense of humor like me. So. Yeah really grateful for <laughs> yeah like um, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of opportunities for you it's just I'm sure your your job I know like when I'm trying to act and be in productions and stuff I have to have a flexible schedule so I have to find jobs I, I can't find like a Monday through Friday job if, if I want to be an actor so that's something yeah. I can think about and then not to mention you know because I work in the aerospace industry so that's like you know working nine hours a day plus Saturdays so it's just like oh. Yeah, something you have to think long and hard about if this is what you really want to do or if that's what you want to do or you have to find a way to, you know, survive financially and still pursue your acting career too. Oh, yeah. But the great thing is now there's a lot of additions that are video additions, so you don't necessarily have to take days off from work if it's a video edition. That's true. Yeah, you could just ask for days off from work if, if you really have like a good project to work on good pain project that lasts a certain amount of days that's true yeah 
and you know, actually, a lot of uh, a lot of the Honda industries are now advertising for um, for auditions now in July. Oh, good. I think Universal already started uh, doing their auditions pretty soon. Yeah, for that's now. why I think this is a perfect opportunity to have our interview because, like, if we post this online, all these people that are auditioning, they'll be able to see like um, they can contact you or listen to our radio show or watch it on Facebook so we just gave them a lot of useful information and tips oh yeah you know you just gotta remember it's a, it's a, it could be fun but it's you know it's tiring but at the same time it's satisfying yeah I'm glad that you said that because I've met some scare characters well like maybe one or two and they're like it's a lot of hard work and you have to stay up in the middle of the night so you really have to love doing this type of work so uh, yeah, you do, and at the same time, you meet a lot of new friends. You know, every year I'm meeting so many new people in my life, and you know, I'm glad to have them in my life because they're just such great people. Yeah, you know, they're the why I'm here. Yeah, I'm you sure know. you meet a lot of amazing people because most of them are actors, so they're probably in all types of projects and things. Some are actors, some are just regular people, just like me. Um, wow. Some of the insurance salesmen, and so. Wow. Oh yeah, we, we we it's it's a mixed culture of every every type of thing, you know. Yeah, I think it's really fun to be a part of because I see I've noticed that some of the people, even though they're doing it for a job, a lot of people they enjoy like dressing up or like wearing the rainbow hair or the contacts and all the makeup and stuff. So you meet some really interesting people in this field of work. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it's about time for me to go to bed. <laughs> now, do you want to give some people some shout outs on our show? Uh, well, I was going to say a shout out to all in Los Angeles area in the Long Beach area. You know, see you guys in July for the auditions at the Long Beach Marriott. So... Let's give it what we got, and hopefully this could be a good year again at the Mary. Thank you so much, Isaac, for having, for being a part of our show. Oh no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> and giving all the all that information you have. Well, um, I look forward to seeing you soon. You have a nice night. You too, hon. All right. Talk to you later. All right then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.